Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, the thing that's that's that subverted my expectations is that as I was watching it, I thought, oh, this is all, you know, silly teen shit, whatever. But then when the killings start, people's heads are getting chopped. That you see the axe go in someone's head. That's not a hmm. The axe goes in their head. It's not no little... I'm not sure if you picked up on this as well, right? Maybe, I don't know if this is just me, maybe my weird mind, but there were so many ass shots of Scarlett Johansson. You know, he spawned off from 2012, from just after the Avengers beat him, and then he was still fully evil. But now this Loki almost, to me, looks like he's... Absolutely. There was there was a moment in the movie where I thought, hang on a second, they haven't got a flipping scratch. This is like... This is like, no, no, don't do a Fast and Furious on me over here. Like, you know, seriously, let her come. All right, we're back again for another episode of The Flicksters. And um, yeah, so we're bringing you episode 148. And this is Deval and I going to be speaking to, well, mainly about uh, Marvel stuff on this week's episode because the big movie release this week is Marvel's Black Widow. We've been waiting. Um, Deval, May the 1st, twenty. 20 Gosh, that is when this movie was supposed to be coming out a year and three or yeah a year and two months ago but also think about it this way the last time we had a marvel cinematic release was um january no yeah july 2019 so that's two years ago when we had the Mad. pleasure of sitting in a the cinema theater and watching a marvel film Exactly. So listen, so folks, uh, so people who've just joined us, we're going to be going through some, uh, obviously some movie news. We've got some trailers that we want to speak to you about and um, and that's going to lead us nicely into the anniversary corner and uh, and then the main movie, which I've already told you is Black Widow. So yeah. before we do any of all that, Devout, we've got some shout outs. Who are we shouting out this week? Yeah, we've got a couple of shout outs this week. First one goes out to Filmopedia. Uh, he's also done a really, really good uh, Black Widow review on his on his page on Instagram, you can check him out there, Film Opedia, as well as other movie reviews from international films to blockbusters to uh, you know uh, foreign language films, all kinds of films. So go out on his page and check him out. Really, really good stuff there. Uh, second shout out goes to O'Shea-pedia. No, <laughs> O'Shea-pd. <laughs> O'Shea-pd. <laughs> How I merged them. You're, you're <laughs> mixing them together now. <laughs> <laughs> O'Shea PD, yeah. So on Instagram, he shouted us out as well. He actually was uh, talking about, I think, Fair Street on, yeah, Fair uh, on Street. Instagram. Fair Street, which, which we're going to talk about today. And yeah. uh, Fair Street, yeah, we'll, we'll save it. But yeah, O'Shea PD <laughs> really loved Fair Street. <laughs> I was a, a bit surprised it. that he liked it, but he I liked know. it. Yeah, me too as well. Yeah, like like Deval said, we'll speak about that one. But listen, folks, keep the conversation flowing on Instagram and like, you know, on um, on Facebook and whatever. Yeah. You know, we're always, you know, obviously posting stuff up on, on there and stuff. And also, Deval, it's a great way for people to win a movie code. I mean, yes. how can people win a movie code? Really, really easy. All we're going to ask you to do is to do one thing. You can write us a review on uh, yep. Apple, Apple Reviews or Apple Podcasts. Uh, and just, yeah, write what you think about the Flicksters, and then we will send you a Rakuten movie code so you can watch a movie at home in your own comfort, or you can request a Odeon or View Cinema ticket, which we'll send to you as well. So you get two prizes just for doing one thing. So, so easy. 
there you go i know man it's so easy get on it folks and uh yeah and you could be out watching a movie you mm. know in the cinemas all right okay let's get into movie news and um, this is really interesting. Now, Devout, Hugh Jackman's last outing as Wolverine was Logan, which you and I and uh, Kay, who joined us on last week's episode, and like quite a few of us from The Office, we kind of got together and we went out and watched this. This was back yeah. in 2017, I think it was. Was it 2017? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, 16 yeah. or yeah. 17? Yeah. Something like that. And it was this yeah. great like send-off for the character. But listen, Hugh Jackman, I mean, what's going on? He's back in the news. Is he going to be the new, uh, is he going to come back as as Wolverine? You know, there's people talking about this. Mm, what do you reckon? Yeah. 2017, four years ago. So yeah, I mean, he he said that he wanted to, I mean, he's in the Guinness Book of Records, I think still for playing the longest, for, for being the longest uh, serving superhero uh, actor, basically. So since 2000, 2017, he played Wolverine and he was never supposed to. So random that he got picked. Exactly. And it <laughs> was the other guy. Who was it? Who was the other guy who was supposed uh, to get it? Hugo e. Scott, who was in Mission That's Impossible it. 2. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was filming Mission Impossible 2. Things overran, probably because, you know, Tom Cruise was doing his own stunts and got injured. Hugo <laughs> <Yeah>. E. <laughs> so Scott couldn't work on Wolverine. And then Russell Crowe was offered, actually. And Russell Crowe said, no, nah, he couldn't do it for whatever reason. And said, here's my mate, uh, Hugh Jackman. He's a theatre uh, you know, actor and singer, and he went for it. You know, six foot yeah. three or whatever, playing a five foot three character. But <laughs> we digress. He's done a really, really good job. But yeah. what happened was on Instagram, uh, Hugh Jackman himself on his own own page posted a picture of him and uh, Kevin Feige, who's obviously the Marvel mm. head honcho, and also an image of Wolverine's, you know, claws. So think yeah. of that. Hugh Jackman's page. He posts Kevin Feige, Hugh Jackman's claws on his page. And that's it. It doesn't say anything after that. And the internet went crazy thinking he's going to be coming back as what's, what's with the cryptic? What, what, why, why, what's up, bub? Like, you know, why, why is he doing that? Is he like, I know. like you said, is he teasing something? Could they have just done a he, deal where he, he comes in as he, a cameo? He's, I think, you know what? I think the way he ended it with <laughs> Logan in 2017, it was almost perfect. I didn't want to see him die. I was happy to see him go in his own terms. The film yes. was the best, brilliant, like, one of the best X Men Wolverine films that there was because it was, yeah, it was like you know, it's it R rated, blood, people's heads getting cut off. That's how Wolverine should do it. If he comes yeah. back, he's going to be all scratching people, like just <laughs> you know, or just or just you know, chopping up robots. But exactly, yeah. what's he going to do unless kicking? Unless there's some sort of like um you know m m you know into the madness oh. into the multiverse thing where oh, he comes true. as a oh, as a cameo I that, you see that's why you are who you are <laughs> could, could we could we see that happening i mean people listen the fans will lose their shit and obviously we'll go mad over that yeah. as well but listen yeah. go online go check it out go on um on wolverines on hugh jackman's uh, instagram page you can check go on our out. instagram page you tell us what you think guys yeah Tell exactly. us. Exactly. Keep Tell the us. conversation going. Tell us and we'll <laughs> pass it on to Hugh yeah, and uh, Feige. All right, listen, let's speak about um, She-Hulk. Now, um, this is going to be hot property. This is going to be yeah. coming out. Uh, we're still in the throes of Loki and obviously we've got Black Widow, you know, to speak about. And then we've got Shang-Chi. So this is, She-Hulk is kind of, it's in the pipeline. It's going to be coming um, and probably not this year, right, Deval? We've said that it's not coming out this year. Yeah, it's going to be coming out, uh, I believe it's like maybe springtime 2022, I think. Okay, that one. so this is going to be great. Something to look forward to next year. 
Now, what we're hearing some rumors. We don't specifically know exactly the whole plot details. We know that there's a villain being cast, and we spoke about this before. British actress Jamila Jamil, I think, has been cast as one of the yep. uh, as as the the villain. But yeah, so any other rumors that you can tell us? Yeah, from what I understand, uh, and this is really like big for the MCU, really. But I understand that Jennifer Walters, who is the uh, character of She-Hulk, that's her real name. She's going to be breaking the fourth wall, from what I understand. So a bit like how Deadpool is, you know. Deadpool, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Bernie's Weekend. What's that film called again? Oh, uh, uh, Nightmare at uh, Bernie's? No, no, no. Um, Weekend at Bernie's. Is that what it's called? Weekend at Bernie's. That's it, yeah. Weekend that's at Bernie's. Bernie, yeah. <laughs> Bernie's Weekend. Yeah, so kind of like that kind of situation. And like Saved by the Bell from back in the day. Yeah. Uh, like, talking, like talking to us, basically, as the character. So from what I understand, that's going to be happening in this. It happened in the comics a few times as well. So they're kind of bringing the comics to life, as they always do. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's just interesting to see if that happens and if maybe Deadpool will get involved in that. It sounds like you something... Know. Yeah, because we, we know that Deadpool is going to be part of the MCU at some point, right? So they're yeah. not going yeah. to tone that one down. You know, we mentioned yeah. the whole Logan thing. That's definitely not going to be toned down. I think Kevin Feige has said, look, there is a space for Deadpool to exist on Disney. And um, so we kind of, you know, used to, you know, the fourth wall. But this is going to be interesting. Can't wait for uh, She-Hulk and we'll obviously hear more about that. But listen, I want to speak about this. Mm. So listen, we spoke about Fast and Furious, the saga. It continued. It's going to continue. There's going to be parts 10 and 11. And one of the characters or one of the villains in in the kind of franchise is now uh, played by Charlize Theron. And her name in that is Cypher. Yeah, and Deval, tell us about this because this is again, this is like expanding the whole, you know, universe, the F- Fast and Furious universe. What's going on with this? Tell us about Cipher. Yeah, she's a she's a gangster character. She's like the sort of tech wizard guru, like you know, tech take over the world kind of character in Fast and Furious. We've seen her now for two or three films, I think it is. Yeah, I think like I'll, I'll lose from count, seven, but... wasn't it? Six or seven yeah, onwards or something. I think so. So yeah, her character, we saw her recently in Fast and Furious 9, and it seemed like, you know, towards the end, there was a bit of a, I don't know, end credit scene or something, showing that she was still at it. And yeah, from what I understand, she's going to be getting her own, her own spin-off, just like Hobbs and Shaw, because we know Fast and Furious is coming to an end at 11. So it looks like she's, you know, bigger, big enough and bad enough to have her own show. So that's what's going to happen. So yeah, I mean... They, they could do this. They Sorry, go on. Doesn't say whether she's going to be like an anti-hero or she's going to be all out bad. How's that going to work? What do you reckon? Uh, you know what? I think they're setting it up so that she becomes this, she becomes the big bad, and then um, and then for uh, number eleven, oh. that's when they all get back together and then they got to basically take it. So her movie might come out before that or or something because I mean part eleven is not going to come out until what twenty twenty five right or something. I should twenty four. They're doing both of them back to back, member. And oh, also remember, yes. this one that we just got was supposed to be out a year ago. So who knows how much they've already got done of 10 and 11. Right. You know, so I don't think we're going to have to wait that long. This ain't no, this ain't no Avatar situation where we're waiting until, yeah, you know, our, our grand for... come out before exactly. episode five or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, listen, listen, what I, this is interesting news as well. Something that I kind of found interesting. Boba Fett, remember at the end of The Mandalorian season two, there's a little kind of a end credit scene where Boba Fett, well, we know that Boba Fett was in it because he appeared in kind of like, you know, the last couple of episodes and whatnot. You know, that character from the Star Wars, the original Star Wars movies. And um, 
he kind of goes back. I can't remember the actual name of the place, but it was the place where Jabba the Hutt mm. was. And Not Tatooine, he, uh, one of those places, was it? Or it's one of those places. I can't remember exactly where it was. So, uh, so after Mandalorian, you know, Boba Fett does his thing. He helps Mando out, and um, he and I forgot what's her name. His sidekick, the 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 one from Shield. Oh, oh. A Naming Wei, I think her real name is. I can't remember her. Yeah, so Naming Wei, she she and um, and Boba Fett, they kind of um, you know they're in you know the this place where Jabba the Hutt used to be, and they overthrow this. I can't remember what that actual alien's name is, but they basically get rid of him. And then there's the scene <laughs> is where Boba Fett he just sits on the seat where yeah. Jabba the Hutt used to basically sit. Yeah. So that was it. And then people were like, oh my gosh, we're going to get Bob, you know, Boba Fett. Well, Boba Fett, the news is, I find I get, I'm getting to it, is that the filming's <laughs> wrapped up on that and we're going to be seeing Boba Fett this December. So basically in half a year's time, basically. Yeah. That's going to be really good. I mean, Star Wars really does link well, even at the moment with the yeah. Bad Batch. They linked that to uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, yes. the, 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 pre, the sort of animation that came just after Clone Wars. The Star yeah. Wars seems to link really well. Her name's uh, F- F- Fennec Shand, that's her name. That's it. And her real name is Ming Narwen. So yeah, that's the, the main character you're talking about. But yeah, I mean, it's, Boba Fett's going to be heavy. Boba Fett is going to be, he's one of them characters. People love Boba Fett, you know. They love know. them some Boba <laughs> Fett. Huge, huge. Trust and the me. thing is, we're not going to see Mandalorian this year. So they need mm. to kind of fill in that gap. Yeah. So, um, so they're probably giving us right. Okay, going to give us six or six to eight episodes of Boba Fett, and then next year we're probably going to get Mandalorian Part Three. Yeah. Um, all right, here's some other big news. So, Red Notice, this, I think they're pumping. Devout the numbers that they're pumping, Netflix is pumping into this movie is absolutely huge. This movie called Red Notice, it stars The Rock, it stars Ryan Reynolds, and it stars Gal Gadot. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're saying it stars Black Adam, stars <laughs> Wonder Woman, yes. and it stars Deadpool. Green Lantern. Dead and Deadpool, <laughs> basically. <yeah. laughs> I was going to say that, but no. <laughs> yeah. So basically, right, you've got three of the biggest stars mm. in Hollywood at the moment, and they are going to be appearing on Netflix, a subscription service that you could just pay like $15 or whatever it is, right? So this movie is coming out this November. Okay. And... We already got a kind of teaser. And do you remember, um, uh, it was probably about a month ago where Netflix, they did this kind of showcase of all the mm. movies that they're going to be showcasing over the next kind of year or so. So Red Notice was this big movie. It's kind of like action comedy. And imagine if you've got Ryan Reynolds and, and The Rock on Gal Gadot, it's going to be action and it's going to be comedy. It's going yeah, to be kind yeah. of like a blend up of the genres. So this movie, it's going to be huge for Netflix. They've spent like two to $300 million mm. on this Duval. Damn. $300 million. I know. That's, it's, it's, seriously, it's incredible. And uh, yeah, we're going to be seeing it in November. So yeah, man, I'm looking, looking, looking out for this one. Uh, I want to see Free Guy first, though. I'm looking yeah. forward to soon, Ryan Reynolds' Free Guy. in August, I think. So that's out soon. Coming Probably soon. Like I want to see Jungle Cruise. Kind of, well, Jungle Cruise as well, looking good. Yeah, that's out soon yeah. as well. So big movies that are be coming out this year. Um, yeah, yeah so, so that's that one. And then finally, I want to mention this film director, Richard Donner, veteran mm. film director, Richard Donner. He passed away, man. This is kind of sad news because um, 
this guy has been behind some of my favorite movies and I'll just kind of reel them off. The Omen. The Omen? The Omen, the original Omen, 1976. Horror film, yeah? Horror film. Seriously. Exactly. This guy used to flip-flop between different genres. So The Omen, Scrooged, The Goonies, Lethal Weapon, Superman. All I know is Superman. I didn't know the rest. Yes. And not only that, this guy produced... Let's link it back up to Hugh Jackman. He produced all the X-Men movies. No, he didn't. Bro. What? Bro, go check, man. I'm not even joking. Serious? This guy's production company, the Donna, I think it's called the Donna Schuler or the Donna Company or whatever. They're behind all the X-Men movies and they've wow. raked, like, raked in billions, basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's pretty sad. So um, he was working on uh, Lethal Weapon 5. Okay. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 5. Like and there was talk of... Br- he died and he's still like at it working. Yes. So he, he was actually working on Lethal Weapon 5 and everything. So this was going to be kind of like, you know, uh, that was going to be his last movie. And sadly, yeah. obviously, uh, his last movie actually was uh, Chadwick... Is it Chadwick Boseman? I can't remember if it was Chadwick Boseman, but it's, it's a movie called 21 Blocks. Oh, 21 Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, Tabit 21 Bays. Bridges. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that oh, shit, 16 okay. Blocks or 21 Bridges, one of those movies is it okay. was his last movie, I think. Okay. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. But yeah, man, he's died. And um, mm. so, yeah, so um, go back and have a look at some of his movies. But yeah, mm. man, um, yeah, Richard Donner passed away. Deval, box it, watch yeah. lists. I want to talk about one. Uh, we've been talking about this one for the past few weeks now. And uh, if you're all watching Loki, then yeah, tune in, stay in. If you're not, uh, tune out and come back in, in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Loki is episode five now. So we've got one more left. Episode five, there was a lot going on. A lot going on in episode five. Yeah, like there was a, just a sort of sort of skirt through it. Uh, we obviously saw Loki coming through to the the wasteland yeah. uh, where he's met all these the other void, Lokis. Yeah, the void. These other Lokis. We've got like Richard E. Grant Loki. We've got Kid Loki. Uh, we've got Black Crocodile Loki, Loki. Crocodile Loki. <laughs> <laughs> and then he met other Lokis as well. Like all these, all these, like so many different Lokis. Yeah. But uh, just the thing for me that has done this episode, like Planet Proud is the fact that uh, it's, it's so, it's different. It's different to anything. Yeah. I, I didn't know what to expect. I knew Loki was going to be different and going to be good, but I had no idea how crazy it was going to be. Like the whole yeah. time, uh, the TVA, Time Variance Authority, and the fact that, like, they are they are really powerful. If you can control time, like, you can control quite a lot. Yeah. But uh, the, the the sort of relationship that he's having with uh, himself and and uh, Lady Loki, as we as we've been calling her, is quite interesting actually. And in a lot of their sort of quiet moments where they have those deep conversations, you get to find out a lot about Loki. And I think this yeah. Loki here, this Loki here, we, you know, he spawned off from 2012, from just after the Avengers beat him. And then he was still fully evil. But now this yeah. Loki almost to me looks like he's he's almost better than the Loki that we got used to. The Loki that yeah. died in Infinity War. Because this one, his journey is just, I don't know, he's, he's, he's gone through a lot. I think he he's truly is a good Loki now. He's really good. And, and you know what? There's a, the kid Loki, Deval, he hands him, because they, 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 they go off and they try and, they, they're going to try mm. and fight this thing, this cloud thing. Yeah. Um, called Alioth, which is this thing that just consumes everything, right? In this place called yeah. the Void. And Kid Loki hands him a sword, mm-hmm. and that sword killed Thor. 
Powerful so it's got man. some. It's gonna. It's got, it's got to be something powerful if you have, if you're gonna basically get rid of Thor, right? So mm. he's gonna use this sword somehow. I bet you they're gonna come back to that one. But listen, the final bit of that whole thing was the cloud mm. clears and um, there's a castle. Yeah, in that castle, who is there? A lot of people are talking about it. Some people are saying it's like, another Loki. Yes, yes. Some people are saying it's another Loki. It's the most simplest explanation. Yeah. Occam's razor. When all things are considered, uh, the most simplest explanation yes. is the truth. Yep. Some exactly. people are saying Doctor Doom. Some people are saying Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Some people are saying it's I too much. The whole Doctor Do- Doom stuff is yeah, too much, isn't too it? Much, too much. I think it's another Loki. Yeah. Loki will do that sort of thing, you know, another version of him. So yeah, I'm going with Loki. But next week yeah. we're going to find out and I can't wait can't wait for that one and yeah so listen go go out and check that one out. that's yeah. on that's on disney plus and um now new on streaming so we we've kind of mentioned this at the beginning of the show this is this thing called um fair street uh, which is kind of this it's kind of like a horror comedy um a trilogy actually and the way netflix have done this is i, I think is actually really good so what they yeah. did was they released it at the uh, i think the end of june i think 21st of june or something and um what they decided to do was they weren't going to, you know, let us wait months and months and months or a year or whatever. They decided to release the second part literally a couple mm-hmm. of days ago. So part yep. one and part two, you can watch. And part three, which is called Fair Street 1666, that's coming out on the 16th of, of July. So, uh, you know, not too long away. Ooh, and you know what? It? It's really good. It's really good. And the thing is, right, if you're fans of um, Stranger Things... If you're fans of uh, kind of like, you know, those 80s and, uh, you know, those 80s slasher movies, you know, Friday the 13th and kind of like, you know, your Jason Voorhees and stuff like that, right? You know, if you really like your kind of, uh, you know, horror stories, slasher, slasher, exactly, and kind of mixed in with some sort of kind of uh, mythology, this is going to be right up the street. And um, you know what? It's not like absolutely amazing but you know what i've got to say it's definitely watchable there's some there's a definitely a certain charm about it which i found myself kind of like oh this is really good i want to find out what happens in the second part and i've seen the second part actually so the first and second part they're actually really good so um i think netflix have done something really really good to with this one no i enjoyed it i didn't think i was going to enjoy it uh, I think our friend Emmanuel mentioned Fair Street to us a while ago, yeah. saying, I'll give it a watch. And I thought, oh, what's this? I, I didn't take it seriously. Exactly. I thought it was just a bit of stupidness. And it is a little bit, I wouldn't say stupid, but it does play on all the tropes that we know of, you know, all the yeah. slasher films, you know. But it's fun. It's kind of fun. 1994 is. is the first version. Yeah. You've got the 90s in there. Second version is 1978, I believe yep. it is. And then obviously you've got the 70s in there. The music is from that genre, obviously, all the fashion, all the hairstyles, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it kind of it is a fun kind of, you know, show, uh, film. And I like the way they're releasing them week by week. So yeah, yeah I'm actually enjoying it. I've seen, the, I've seen the first and second one myself. I just saw the second yeah. one today. Yeah, And it wasn't good. too bad. But the thing is, it, the thing that, that, that subverted my expectations is that as I was watching it, I thought, oh, this is all, you know, silly teen shit, whatever. But then when the killing start, people's heads are getting chopped. You see the axe. Go in someone's head. That's head. not a, hmm. the exactly. axe goes in their head. It's not no I little. Know. And the thing, thing is, and, and you know what I said about the whole Stranger Things? It's got the girl from the second mm. season or the third yeah, season yeah. of Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, it has. Yeah. 
So it definitely got a Stranger Things vibe in there. And yeah. um, just going back to the first one, the first part, there's a bit, um, there's a bit of a spoiler here. Um, there's a really gruesome death in that one mm. where um, a girl, Poster she, or <laughs> <laughs> that is wicked. I love it. Oh, I just thought yeah. to myself, what that is. I was like waiting, waiting, and waiting for some gruesome death to happen. And it, you know what? They deliver on that one. So listen, go out, check it out. Got some great deaths in there somewhere. Um, and um, yeah, the concluding part's going to come out on the 16th of July. So we'll kind yeah. of speak about that. Yeah. Uh, now this next one, Deval, uh, tell us about this one. The Simpsons, the good, the Bart, and the Loki. Yeah, this is, it's a six minute thing on Disney+. Plus. I didn't know what it was about, but it's a six minute short about the Simpsons and Loki, like going to the Simpsons and being all mischievous. And it's just fun. It's fun. Wicked. Just a really, really quick thing. Uh, I say give it a watch. There's a little bit of a post-credit part as well. And it's actually Tom Hiddleston's voice that is used uh, for Loki in this one. So, yeah, it's just a bit of fun. But, you know, Simpsons, Simpsons is owned by Disney now. So yeah. they can merge the properties easily. It makes sense. So, yeah, it's fun. Go give it a watch. Definitely. Give, give that one a watch. Okay. And for trailer, we've got, we've got a couple, actually. Well, this one, this one's called Sweet Girl. And this is a new Netflix uh, uh, film that's going to be coming out in August, so next month. Stars Jason Momoa. And... Um, yeah, it's kind of really interesting. So basically, Jason Momoa, he's a, he's a dad. His wife needs uh, like kind of like life-saving medicine. And um, the medical company doesn't kind of provide it or they stop kind of selling this kind of medicine. And then his wife passes away. And then it becomes this movie about the man against the system. So he's on the run. It's got action in there. He's breaking bones. He's shooting. He's like, you know, on the run with his daughter and stuff. And there's kind of like a fight between, you know, the, the every, every man against kind of like, you know, the, you know, the government or whoever you want to call it, you know. And yeah, man, it looks decent. It, look, it reminds me of those, you know, 80s, 90s, you know, B-movie, action movies. Um, and uh, Jason Momoa, man, he's, he's, he's good, man. You know, he does, he does action really well. He's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be good. Looking forward to that one. Really cool. And then finally, Marvel's What If Devour. Did you see this trailer? Yeah, it's really, they showed us a bit more of what's going on, all the different characters that's going to be in it. For guys, that, for people that don't know, What If is just, a, it's an animation, Marvel, produced by Disney, uh, same people that produced the movies. And What If is from the comics, but it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a escapism really. And it tells uh, short stories of uh, the characters that we know, but in a, a massive spin on what their destinies could have been. What if, so what if they, what if Captain America didn't have the super soldier serum? What if uh, Black Panther was taken by, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy people, Yondu. you know? So it's all these situations that are mixed up, but we've got the same characters. So it's, it's very, very interesting. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And they kind of, it, when you see the trailer, there's an opening bit where, you know, the beginning of Iron Man, where mm. uh, Tony Stark, he's in the truck, he's in the, that is exactly how this all starts off. And before the bomb, uh, one of his Stark industry bombs explodes and, you know, and then you've got obviously Iron Man, mm. Killmonger, kill, you know, what? Killmonger, yeah. he turns up and he saves Tony Stark. So it's, Wicked man, the whole opening More of people. it is just like really good, man. So, um, and I think Peggy, uh, Peggy Carter, she's going to be Captain, yeah, yeah, Captain, Captain Carter Britain or something, or, or yeah. whatever it is, or something. Yeah, yeah. go Ooh. check it out. It's going to be great, and that's going to be coming really, really soon. All right, 11th okay. Eleventh of August. Eleven. We get yeah, eleventh of August, and there's eleven episodes. So well, there you go. In a good. month's time. 
All right, okay. Uh, on to Anniversary Corner. Now, we've chosen this movie because it ties in nicely with the main movie. But, Devout, I just cannot believe it. it's been 10 flipping years already, years, man. man. Captain Ten America, years. the first Avenger. Yep. So, yeah, man, what's your take on this movie 10 years on? I, I, do you know what? The funny thing is I don't remember watching this in the cinema. Even though I've watched it, obviously, many times since then, I don't remember watching it in the cinema. But I remember watching it and... I was happy with it. It didn't blow me yeah. away, but I was happy yes. with the the journey that they showed me of Captain America. Because I like Captain America is one of my f- favorite Avengers because he is who he is, re- regardless of the Super Soldier Serum, whatever it is, yeah. he's the same person. He just obviously after the Super Soldier Serum, he's got abilities, but his heart, his passion, his belief, his humbleness, his everything is the same. Which is why I think the Super Soldier Serum magnified who he already was. And gave him that, you know, massive ability. And that's why some other people, it makes them into evil, you know, crazy people or whatever. But uh, but yeah, no, this is a decent film. This this was a very, very decent film. Uh, it wasn't too much too over the top at that time in 2011. All we had up until then was we had Iron Man, we had two Iron Man th- films, we had yeah. an Incredible Hulk film. And then we had this. And I think Thor came out the same time as well, 2011. So just, like, I think, a couple of months later or something. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. Decent film. Decent film. Uh, you know, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. And uh, it kind of sets up the whole, you know, the, his, like what you said about his character, kind of like sets it all up. And um, the one thing that I did find interesting, though, you know, the, the tonal shift from Captain mm. uh, America, the first Avenger, and then when you look at Captain America, the uh, Winter Soldier, you can see like how like you know there's a shift in the way that he kind of is as an as a character as well and in the world that he's in so um i was just kind of going i went back and i watched uh, I was, i've been watching a bit of uh, captain america um the winter soldier and there's bits in there where he's still getting used to being in the modern world yeah um and it's just like really great like his character arc and to see that from obviously the you know the first avenger and all the way over to kind of you know endgame and everything it's a great introduction to to steve rogers and stuff so if you haven't seen it where the hell have you been go out and check it out so many little touches like when he obviously first of all he was actually quite puny wasn't he and they used uh special effects to make him look really small uh, so that when he got the super soldier serum he obviously beefed up to what his natural well, he worked out a lot. He looks quite good. Yeah. Like his natural yeah. body would be. And then uh, we, that's when we first, you know, got introduced to Vibranium. Uh, yeah. Tony Stark's dad was in it, Howard Stark. And, you know, he, he meets up with him and gives him the shield and says, oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, that's Vibranium. We got it from somewhere. I can't remember what he said. And yeah. we see Peg, Peggy Carter shoot it. And Shooting at him because she got pissed off. off about something. Yeah. Uh, and that's when he first meets, obviously, Peggy, Peggy Carter. And, you know, they, they fall in love and supposed to go in that dance. So, I really feel sorry for Captain America, you know. I feel sorry mm-hmm. for him and Bucky a lot because they've gone yeah. through some shit. They were in a war, they woke up, and they're still in a war. Like, <laughs> where does Captain America relax? <laughs> exactly. So, why and that's why, Endgame, that's why Endgame is such a great ending for him because mm. he goes off and he has that dance. Yeah, exactly. Trust me, he needs to have a good slow dance in the corner. Dance, man. More than a dance, Proper. man. It's been like yeah. a 90 years since he's done yeah. anything. <laughs> 
<laughs> slow dance in the corner. <laughs> Hold on, so he hasn't had any. He hasn't had any nookie for nine years. No action. Ooh. No action, man. Imagine when he first no has action. some. Ooh. And that super soldier, that super soldier serum as well. Boy, <laughs> that's going to be a <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, man. Uh, imagine him, like you know, literally like going on the internet for the first time, checking out porn or something right. like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, can you imagine? Uh, go check it out. It's from yeah. 2011, and yeah. uh, you can find it obviously Joe on Johnston, Disney Plus. Director, isn't it? Joe Johnston. Joe uh, Johnston, yeah. I think he directed yeah. something recently, isn't it? What was it? He directed something recently that was that we saw. Was okay. it? Uh, it was. It wasn't Infinite, was it? No, it wasn't. No, that was Fuqua, I think. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He got a good memory. Yeah, yeah. Joe Johnson also done the Wolfman with uh, Benicio del Toro. Jurassic Which I like. Park 3. Yeah. Uh, yeah. October Sky, Jumanji. Didn't know that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, quite a few films. So he's done a few, yeah, he's done a few big movies and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so that's Captain America, the first Avenger. Go check it out on Disney Plus uh, if you haven't already, you know, got it or seen it or whatever. And, um, yeah, so this kind of leads us into our film review. And I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the show that we've been waiting a really long time for this. Black mm. Widow, just to remind you again, Black Widow was supposed to come out last year in May. And because of the whole pandemic, COVID, it got delayed three times. And the thing is, uh, when um, MGM, the studio behind James Bond, when they delayed No Time to Die, which was... You know that is a don't don't get me wrong that is a huge movie right so when when um, other film studios thought shit James Bond they're delaying James Bond that you know that's got to mean something and then they decided <laughs> yeah. like shit okay we've got to now delay our our um our movie as well so to and fro finally you know it's here July the ninth we saw it this week and um, what was it like Deval actually catching it on the big screen on the big screen it was good and I'm glad I watched it first on the big screen rather than yes. watching it on uh, Disney Plus premiere uh, yeah. I think for all Marvel films for me I always go watch it on the big screen first of all get that feel you know and uh, yeah I think it was really good it was well shot the special effects were really good uh, the, the sort of I don't know the the uh, action, uh, I think, was captured better on the big screen as well. This one kind of, I, I, I kind of got the feeling that they were trying to give it that Winter Soldier kind of vibe, you know? Yes. Action pieces and uh, stuff like that kind of came across a bit like, you know, Winter Soldier was like Bourne. Uh, yeah. This one was a bit like Bourne, but they kind of beefed up a bit too much, I think, you know, yeah, because yeah. Uh, some of the fight scenes were very, very dramatic and almost were fight scenes that only people like Captain America and Iron Man and, you know, Thor should be walking away from. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But Absolutely. I'm, I'm the, the but yeah, the, good no, film. No, good. I, you know good. what? It's good film. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. There was, there was a moment in the movie where I thought, hang on a second, they haven't got a flipping scratch. This is like... This is like, no, no, don't do a Fast and Furious on me over mm. here. Like, you know, seriously, let her come off. Like, she has to have a limp or she has to be mm. kind of like blood got to be coming somewhere. But um, just to kind of put this into context. So this movie takes place um, after. Civil War. No, hang on. Uh, that's it. After, after Civil, Civil War, but before Infinity War. Exactly. So oh. it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly. So it's kind of <laughs> slots in over there somewhere. And um and listen, there's going to be some spoilers. So there's, we might say something inadvertently. So um, 
you know, unfortunately, so you might want to kind of pause it and then come back or whatever, but we're going to try and keep it as spoil-free as possible. But yeah, listen, so it starts off uh, with, um, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson's character, Black Widow, uh, Natasha Romanoff. She's a kid in the, in the beginning of the movie and Deval, yeah. have a guess who that kid is in real life. A daughter, a sister, a cousin. Mila Jovovich's daughter. Are you serious? Yes. It's played. Oh so Natasha Romanoff That's is played gangster. by Mila Jovovich's daughter. That's gangster from like Resident Evil and uh, Fifth <laughs> Element. That's gangster. She, know, kinda, she looked like her actually. Now you said I it. I know. I yeah. know. And, and you know that she's, she's probably going to end up having a, a film career of her own as well. And like, you know, she's probably going to go she's off and do stuff. She just started, mate. Mate, that was good. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that was her. Yeah. Okay. So um, it starts off in the 90s and there's kind of like a, a you know, n- the Black Widow. So Natasha, she isn't the Black Widow just yet when the movie starts off. So she's Natasha and she's with kind of like her family and her family are um, uh, David Harbour, who we've seen before devout in Stranger yeah. Things. Uh and um, Rachel Weiss. Yeah. What have so we seen funny, her in before? Rachel Weiss, uh, well, we've seen her in, we saw her in Disobedient, is it Disobedient? The film yes. that we, we saw recently. Remember the, that the, one the that you said was really good. Relationships, and she's been in, is it The Constant Gardener? Is that her in yeah. that one as well? Yeah, yeah, she's, she, uh, she's married she's to James Bond. Film. Yeah, she's married to James, and second, she's, she's a spy in this too, so they're all spies, aren't they? Exactly. So there's kind of like this whole big thing in there that happens at this kind of like set piece and they've they got to try and escape America. And then, um, and we're introduced to a guy called, I think his name is Dekrov, Dekirov or something, played by actor Ray Winston. And for me, Devout, I don't know why it is, but whenever, like, Ray Winston, when he does any, there's, there's been other movies where he's put on accents as well. He does a Russian Still accent. Like an East Ender. Always sounds like a flipping East End gangster. There were so many instances where I was like, oh, "Come on, Ray, this is like, this is him speaking like Cockney accent." With his five. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, um, so he's kind of like you know the the villain of the piece, and um, so it starts off where she's a kid. She gets taken off by uh, taken away by um, you know Ray Winston's character Dekroff, who's this kind of you know, agent for the, for the KGB or the Russian kind of like secret service, or whatever. Then she gets trained up. So then there's a whole montage, right? Montage of, you know, little kids. They've been kidnapped. They've been taken and they've been basically been thrown into the red room, which is kind of like this program, uh, you know, taking young girls and then building them up so that they then become spies, assassins, and they become black widows. And there's not just one black widow devout. There's, there's hundreds yeah. A lot of them, yeah. A exactly. Lot of them. Yeah. All over the world. <laughs> All over the world. And um, it was interesting that they decided then to fast forward and to pick up after, um, like you said, Civil War. Yeah, because we all know what's happened with, with Black Widow. That's the thing. This, this movie took away any kind of surprise element because we knew where this fits in. We knew what was going to happen to her and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people, including myself, I wanted to know a lot more of the Red Room, how they were trained, what kind of stuff happened. I, mean, I know we know a little bit from uh, Age of Ultron when um, Black Widow said, you know, they, they take away their ability to have kids and the training is very, very harsh and all kinds of stuff. But would have been interesting. I know they can't go into so much, you know, too deep into it because this is a, uh, a PG-13 movie or whatever. But just to understand a bit more of what happened in the Red Room, that would have been interesting. And also to yeah. maybe get a bit more from Budapest, 
Budapest, I should say. Because, yeah, you know, remember in, in, when they in, had that conversation? Is it yeah. Budapest or Budapest? Budapest. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. In, 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 in Avengers, her and Hawkeye were like, you know, this this is a lot like Budapest, isn't it? Oh, you and I remember Budapest very differently. It's like, what happened in Budapest, you know? Exactly. And we do we do kind of get to kind of see this whole thing. And um, <laughs> what I like is a bit, they, they, they do show... Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, like her character and everything, she does go a bit dark. There's a, there's, I'm not going to spoil this bit, but there's, there's something that she has to do in Budapest. She does something in Budapest, which then kind of, you know, um, uh, you know, makes her part of kind of like, you know, the shield and the Avengers type of thing like that. Right. And that, that kind of incident has repercussions for her later on, uh, you know, in the movie and everything. We're introduced to another kind of, would you say Taskmaster is a, no, not, not kind of like super powered. No, how, so how, how, where does, how does Taskmaster get its powers? It's all in the tech, you know, because yeah. the daughter, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm spoiling it, but the, the person who, <laughs> the person who Taskmaster is underneath doesn't have any superpowers, but I think the tech, the suit gives them the ability to, to read people's, uh, powers and stuff like that. Because in the comics, Taskmaster is, uh, oh, what's the name? Something, the name escapes me, I'll find out. But yeah, Taskmaster is a character in the comics who is, you know, his, his powers basically is hyper, 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 like powered uh, photographic memory. So as he's wow. fighting someone, he can analyze your moves and know how to counteract your moves. Shit. And you know, that way he can know how to defeat you. In the comics, he's, he can fight like Spider-Man, Captain America. He's got a, a bow like Hawkeye. Like what we saw is basically Taskmaster. But in this, they've given it as that Taskmaster is tech. The suit does yeah, all the right. tech. So he's controlled or well, she's controlled, you know. Yeah, not going to be yeah. uh, gender specific. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And listen, uh, there's Edward other, other good things. About... His name. Edward Masters. Edward Masters. Okay. So there's another, another kind of important element that we need to kind of mention in this movie is Scarlett Johansson, she's not alone. She she teams up with her uh, her sister. Yeah, yeah. Played she's by, cool. which Florence is really good. Exactly, she's really good. Exactly. Really she's good. Really good. And um, you know, Florence Pugh, like you know, she's. I think her the sister's name is Yelena. And, um, you know, she was a young kid as well. She got taken into the red room as well. She becomes an assassin, like a, you know, a badass assassin. And, um, yeah, man, she's, she kicks ass as well. She's really good in this. And in some scenes, she kind of steals the limelight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They both do that leg flippy kind of move. Why is it? Yeah. That all like, I don't know if it's like a sexist thing or what, but all women like Black Widow, uh, Yelona, Yelona Belova, maybe Gamora (laughs) doesn't do it, but. A lot of the women in Marvel, they just give them this move like they can't do anything else. I mean, let them do other moves. Moves. Not all women can just flip their legs around your neck and make you fall over. Give I them know. another move. <laughs> I know. She, and she did that move in Iron Man 2. I know. We've been seeing that move since God knows when. And you know what? I'm not sure if you picked up on this as well, right? Maybe, I don't know if this is just me, maybe my weird mind, but there were so many ass shots of yes. Scarlett Johansson. Yes. The person I went to cinema with said the same thing. And it's funny because this is actually directed by Kate Shortland, who is a female yes. and uh, who specializes a lot in the, those neo-noir kind of films, you know, which is why I think she was uh, chosen for this. But maybe, I don't know, maybe they understand, you know, that, or maybe Scarlett Johansson has said, has said, has herself said, make me look hot. Yeah, I want to look <laughs> yeah. hot. I want my ass to pop. I want my <laughs> ass to look shot, great. You know? Uh, who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Everyone like, likes to look great in movies, and you know, th- 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 I'm not, 
I was in custody. <laughs> no, 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 it was because I just thought I just thought they because obviously they d- they don't want you know kind of like them you know there's this you know the, the male gaze you know we're just kind yeah, of like yeah, always yeah, looking yeah. at these female yeah, body yeah. parts and stuff like that but I just thought hang on a second that's like an arse shot there's an arse shot and like you yeah, know it was just kind of yeah. you know that was fine um, I wonder if this maybe passed the best still test uh-huh. I wonder if it passed it I don't know maybe we'll find out we should we'll have find to find the- out the list and see if this movie's on it. I don't think it is. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah. But we're, okay. So listen, so this is the 24th uh, movie in the whole, you know, MCU universe. And Devout, where does this rank in your kind my, of... Not my, my top five is secure. Yes. Five it, is it, doesn't, it doesn't break into the top five. Yeah. My top 10 secure as well. This isn't in my top 10 as well, honestly. I'm not saying this shit. No, no, no. I enjoyed this film. Yes. I'm going to watch it again in the next couple of days. I enjoyed it. But because my expectations were low, I think that's why I enjoyed it even more. If I expected a lot, I would have been a bit gutted because the film, this film's five, six years late. Let's be honest. Yeah? I know. You should have had this film years ago. So we could have got, gotten to know her a bit more and appreciated her a lot more. She wasn't just Black Widow, just Natasha Romanoff, just a bit part player. She's a, she's a gangster character in Marvel. So I think this film was late. They, they, they done her wrong, but it is True what say. it is. It's, it's her pension page. She's executive producer. Scarlett Johansson on this, so she's getting paid all good, you know, for her. But yeah. you know, now we're going to get a new Black Widow, and it looks like she's going to be involved in the future yes. of the MCU. From you know, not spoiling because it too there's much, but... there's yeah, there's an end credit scene which yeah. links up into um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier character from there pops up in this, and it's going also going to link up into Hawkeye. Yes, yes, yes. Hawkeye is going to be coming out. I think either the end of the year or start of next year. The TV show. That's going to have Kate Bishop, his daughter as well, who's just as yeah. good as him. So you're going to have the, you know, if if uh, there's characters from other Marvel films leaking into that, that'd be very interesting as well. But a lot of people yeah. are saying it's going to be a Young Avengers. So maybe Yelona Belova, Florence Pugh's character, maybe she'll be one of the Young Avengers, you know, so we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was an interesting film. I just noticed as well, uh, Mila Jojovic, you said that was her daughter, the young version yeah. of... Black Widow. And you know, the dad is Paul W.S. Anderson, the director of all the, all the uh, Resident Evil films. I didn't oh. know they were together. Uh, you that's know, why I didn't she was, know that's that. That's why she was in all those films. No wonder she's in all those movies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, that's her mum and dad. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So listen, her career sorted. Her career exactly. is absolutely sorted. Yeah. She's been in Resident Evil, Evil films already, but <laughs> digress, but Exactly. Um, But uh, you know what? I'm absolutely spot on with the whole thing. It doesn't break into the top five, doesn't break into the top ten. It's cut. And exactly like what you said about why didn't we see this movie before we say goodbye to, uh, you know, to Black Widow? Yeah, yeah. In in Endgame. Exactly, yeah. I do miss her because she's definitely got a big role to play in the whole Avengers and stuff, you know. But maybe maybe as as an actress, maybe she wanted to go out. Maybe she, she. had enough you know she wants to do different projects you know maybe sure. you know so yeah i mean i don't know but also did you notice the film she was watching you know in her room she was watching james bond she was <laughs> and that was, live, was that, that, that was live was that no that was the, well that wasn't live or let die was it was okay villain was almost like this villain he was trying to use some sort of He's trying to create some sort of super, super soldier or something to take over the world or something world. like that. So yeah. there's a bit of a link in that. So a lot of these things that you see in these Marvel films, they're not there just for the sake of it. There's just always for the sake link. of it, there's something, yeah. there's a message in there. Yeah. And um, 
So yeah, so you know, David Harbour as the Red Guardian, so he was really funny. There was kind of a lot of comedic elements in that whole kind of dynamic over there as well. And um, there's a bit in the movie where he keeps he keeps mentioning Captain America. He keeps saying, yeah. um, you know, they went toe to toe. And there's a bit where he asks uh, Black Widow. He says, "Oh, does Captain America ever talk about me?" So is there a bit where they ever went toe to toe? Think in the comics, yeah. But I mean, even the, the person in prison that he was armed <laughs> even said. Captain America's been on ice, or he was on ice for how many years? There's no way you could have fought him. Exactly. In his head, he's just made up all this shit, and all this shit himself as a, you know, like a direct competitor or equal to Cap. But obviously, that's not the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. There's, you know what, they look, there's fun, there's really, really funny bits in there. And uh, Florence Pugh, there's one thing that I liked about it was, uh, you yeah. know, the whole kind of um, <laughs> Scarlet. When Black Widow, when, she, when she's posing. And you know yeah. when they put their hand on the floor and then they do that yeah, flick up and everything yeah. like that, right? I thought she that was it, really good. in the film and she was like, rubbish. This is a rubbish. I thought yeah. that was a really, really good kind of like, almost like a Deadpool type of a thing, yeah, you know, kind yeah, of in-joke. Yeah. Um, so listen, look, yeah. So our verdict is that, yeah, definitely you you have to kind of watch the movie to know exactly, you know, what, what happened before we get to kind of um, Infinity War and everything. So that's kind of interesting. And also it fast forward to the year, uh, to present day, and we find out what happens, uh, what's going to happen to Black Widow's sister. Yeah. So, um, we'll and obviously there are, right yeah. exactly. So we, we haven't said goodbye to the Black Widow character, but it is definitely a goodbye to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when she walked off to her play and I was like, oh. <laughs> looks so hot as well, walking off on I her know. toes. And does. little does she know she's going to have to sacrifice herself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh. All right. Well, listen, look, I mean, yeah, that's it for us. Um, we've got some new movies going to be, we're going to be reviewing ne- on next week's show. Um, it's, there's a horror movie that uh, we're going to be speaking about, which I want to speak about. And, um, and any other, what are the other big m- movie releases, Deval? There's a few, uh, but we'll let you know as they come out. We'll surprise you for next week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. All right, Deval. This has been great. Cheers, man. All right. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.